What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, my man? What a day. I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, I was uh, walking my son, went to the beach, dropped his shoe on the way back. Had to like okay. go find that, you know, dad stuff. Uh, try to uh -huh. tackle before work, <laughs> and then you jump into the other stuff. <laughs> All right, All right. What's going on in your world? Hmm. Well, I'm currently enjoying a cinnamon donut. I got a nice cup of coffee and got a full day of meetings planned. I'm trying to book meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm on the road at a coffee shop in El Paso, visiting some family and uh, making it work. So all in all, life is good. Cool, man. So are these level 10 meetings in the sense of not just the EOS, but I like the idea behind the name of the level 10. It's because every meeting should be a 10. How jazzed are you for today's meetings? So my level 10 day is on Tuesday. I have three level 10s. Uh, today is my other meeting day. So I have proper coach masterminds today. Um, I try and book this for, for other just open stuff. If you aggregated all of your meetings throughout the week, on average, how many days do you think it consumes? So total, it would be a, close to one full day, probably. Wow, you're so you're you're ahead of me. That's that's great. Yeah, I'm at I'm at I'm trying to contain it to two days, and it does feel like some containment. When's the last time you did a pass on killing recurring meetings? I feel like I'm 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 due for one of those. We actually did that recently. We killed our daily huddle, good or bad. I think you got to do what works for you. Maybe we weren't working it right. I know there's a lot of people that swear by it, but we just felt like it was another thing to do. So we killed that. I think we killed, I don't know what else we killed, but I actually replaced, we've killed one other meeting. I can't think of what it is, but I actually recently replaced it with just a coffee, a monthly coffee slash breakfast with my integrator operations manager. Uh, and, and he's like my, one of my best friends too. So uh, we found communication was slipping a little bit because level 10 is like, it's still not the one-on-one, -on -one, you know? So I don't know. I replaced uh, that with that. Nice. Yeah. Communication is definitely important. So, so your level 10s are team-wide. Is that right? So we have a, a leadership one and then we have departmental ones. I'm in two of the departments sales and marketing and uh, currently real estate sales. All right. So let's double ahead this meeting, Steve, because I got a, I got a burning question. I want to hear some more specifics. You, you communicated that you are now doing facilitated level pens, which like that blew my mind when you said that. I was like, I didn't even know that was an option. I don't know that many people that have done the, the quarterlies, maybe a quarter of the people that I know doing EOS are doing professional implementation. Nice. Interesting. I got, I got quoted a 50 grand check and that was, that was a little too big of a bite for me to chew off. So I've been bootstrapping, but I'm aware of some of the flaws. So give me the four one, one on what this has been like for you. Yeah, man. Um, so a friend of ours was the Oracle of Omaha on this one <laughs> because I don't, I don't know anybody having facilitated level tens. Right. And so like, just like you said, our level tens were going great. 
in fact, we uh, approached, this was a referral, we approached her to just run a quarterly meeting because we had kind of been paying, you know, a good amount of money, I think 3,500 bucks plus travel a quarter for like someone to come into our office. And so we had, so we had her run the meeting and uh, it went really well, but she was just like, you know, I don't know she wasn't able to help us as fully because she's like, I don't know like what this means. Like, I don't know like what any, uh, all this like jargon is. I don't know. Like, like, so she was like kind of pointing out holes in our system. And so that was that. And then we kind of marinated it on it for a few weeks. And I was like, you know, why don't we just try to like have her facilitate a level 10? Like, you know, cause I asked the team and the team was like, no, we're good. And I kind of felt the same way. So we we're like, we don't have anything to lose. So we did. And, um, it was just a night and day difference, but very frustrating. It's like changing, hmm, what would I akin it to? It's like changing like your golf swing or something you're like really familiar with that's like working pretty well. And just like, this sucks. And then you go back to like sucking. But a couple of the key highlights um, are the structure is set and it's like the structure. So, it's on track, off track. It's no like, you know, explanation. So it's like, it's more structured Two, um, the to do's are well thought out and well worded for effectiveness. So we would just write, okay, blow up sale, like 10 X sales and marketing this week, like some, something like ridiculous. Like, I mean, that's like an extreme example, but so she actually has a really good knack of being able to take like what, ultimately is our plan and put it in like, okay, Steve is going to research this, then give it to Gail for feedback, then present it to the leadership team for a sign off. So it's just like, it's hard to get it. And then she, it's kind of annoying, but she makes you read it at each time. So like the, re, the thought process is if you read it, other people can catch it and be like, wait, you didn't do that. Like, I don't, are you sure you did that? That, that last part where it said, you know, so there's that, but honestly, it's a little um, annoying at first, but it's, a, it's effective. The biggest change that, that uh, happened was we're used to solving 10, 15 issues. No, maybe that's a lot, a lot. Maybe we're used to solving at least six, seven, eight issues a, a meeting. The first six level 10s, we solved barely one. And um, it was... Uh, we, we kind of voiced to her like, Hey, everything, we really like it, but, um, we're actually like, we don't feel like we have enough time for issues. And she was like, yeah, you know, I get it. Cause she's also doing like some leadership training. I get it. Don't worry. We're going to gel. We'll, we'll be getting into it more, but here's the thing. The one issue you solve is such a quality solve that it makes the whole process wor worth it. And if you read in the book, it says it's not the quantity, it's the quality. And, um, the interesting thing is, and I was talking to someone about this, it's uh, you saw, you end up when you burn through issues, you end up solving for the problem that isn't a lot of times. So a good facilitator on the outside can help you dig down to the root of like, what is actually the issue and solve that. So that's some high level, you know, things that jumped out at me so far. Okay. Um, I'm loving this. This is reminding me of the analogy of a story I read about a guy who was, I don't know, he was bowling like 
150, he was getting better and better and better, going from like casual to more serious, and gets to 180, whatever, he maxes out, and he tries to figure out what he has to do to get better, and the sage tells him that he has to actually learn proper technique, and in the process of learning proper technique, his score is going to go down. He's actually going to get worse for an extended period of time to do to learn to do it the right way, which is kind of interesting. It makes sense. Any feedback on like friction with the accountability piece, like is 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 this obvious to the team that this is a value add, and how's like the accountability piece fitting? So we're maybe two months in. Uh, first couple meetings. So no, like initially, like people were a little shaky, like, Hey, like we're not getting into issues, but it's good because she helps cultivate a culture of open, honest transparency. And so we're like, Hey, like it's going well, but we're just not hitting We feel like we're not hitting enough issues. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get, we'll get to it. I think by now everyone's on board and let me give you a couple other nuggets with this process that has been enlightening. So when it comes to solving issues, she pulls up a word doc. And it has the reminder of what it is. You do the issue, you do the discuss, you do the solve. So whose issue is it? Okay, it's, it's my issue. Okay, Steve, tell us the issue. And then you explain the issue and she'll kind of help keep you on course if, if you're not explaining the issue right. But the idea is to explain it succinctly. She does some coaching with like the executive team of, of, as far as um, how to give like an executive summary, like how to not just like talk forever. So Give me the issue. Okay, great. Now let's discuss. Now this is really cool because she's like, "Be um, nobody. You're not allowed to solve in this segment. This is discuss." So Grace, any questions? Anything you want to say? Any clarifiers you need? Boom. And what's great is number one, the people that end up dominating level tens are the most outspoken, and the sometimes the quietest people have the most profound things to say. So I love how it actually goes person to person and you get time. Okay, cool. Person to person. Okay, great. Now, now that we've had it, and then she writes it all down on a word doc. So like for each issue, you end the issue with like what the issue was, what you discussed and what the solve was. And you kind of like have that in your record. So you can go back to like, look at it down the road if you wanted, but also just having thoughts on paper is so powerful. And um, then when all it's discussed, you go, okay, solve time. So, uh, Grace, how do you recommend we solve it? Well, I recommend we do this, this, and this. Okay. Natalia, you can either recommend something or you can just say, I agree with Grace. Okay. I agree with Grace plus blah, 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 blah. And then it goes back to the person that started the issue and they ultimately pick the solution, which is actually really cool. I think, um, they take what they heard and they pick the solution um that they want to go with now obviously if it's like some huge decision and like people don't agree that probably remains an issue but like but uh but uh the other cool thing lastly with this that i noticed is um oh what was it people um i can't remember people get heard more but uh what is it uh if i remember i'll, I'll tell you but any questions on that? Did that make sense? Yeah. You know, it's, I'm, I'm reminded that we talked about a lot of this the last time. It's just that now, like, I've heard enough about it. I'm, like, super intrigued and, and interested. And I'm seeing a huge opportunity for more discipline and structure here. So I know we're getting into some minutia, but a couple other things. Meeting duration, the leadership L10, 60 or 90 minutes. How, do you, how long do you apportion schedule and how long does it usually go? It goes 90 minutes and it's 
pretty good at starting and stopping on t- on time. Although sometimes we'll go over, which I actually like with her. Like if we're really deep in it and it's important, we'll go over. Okay. Um, and how, what about breaking or modifying rocks mid quarter? How have you guys dealt with that? So we, if a rock, like we had a rock where it involved someone that ended up leaving the company. So it's like, we killed it. Um, we modify and kill rocks if like so we made a few a bunch of rocks and then we had some people leave and um some things go wrong so it kind of like sent us into a little bit of chaos and so we've made a couple decisions to be like hey this isn't the right time for this rock after all like let's put this in the parking lot so there's some flexibility um there oh here's the last thing i was going to say that i'm seeing being a benefit is now only issues that are really strategic level issues are on the board because we used to just put like anything like random stuff on there, but now we know we're never going to get to it. So like <laughs> you only, only put the really high level stuff um, there and that's really what it should be. And I want to ask you this, this is interesting. Uh, in scaling up, he, he makes a big distinction, the book scaling up about having a strategic thinking meeting versus like a strategic execution meeting. And um, it kind of just became both and neither at the same time. It was low level stuff, high level stuff. So how are your level 10s? Are they more strategic thinking, strategic execution, or are, do you find your guys self in like the, oh, this web link like keeps breaking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is actually kind of frustrating. Sometimes some, some low level minutia just winds up being discussed along with really significant things and sometimes i feel like i want to like go solve like i want to bring a an issue a little bit more pre-digested from the party that has the closest level of proximity to it sometimes i feel like everybody in the room isn't necessarily equally able to contribute to solving so i do want to streamline do you guys in your leadership l10 do you ever have somebody do you ever have, do you ever discuss or a rock that is assigned to somebody that is not in the room on the leadership all time? No, I don't think that happens. I mean, we only do rocks for people that are in the leadership team. I guess it's possible maybe they're absent that day, but do you guys assign rocks to people outside? So we, we went from company-wide to L10, just hiring more, we refined it. And so now in that company, we do have a rock that is assigned to somebody that's not in the meeting and it's awkward. And in the future, I can see that we're not going to do that. We have some departments that are, they're just underserved and it's not really a department. It's what should be a department, but it doesn't have enough staff. It's like somebody doing it half time. Um, and so I think that's something that we're gonna clarify going forward some something i'm really interested in and you've heard me say it back and forth on these voice notes is i don't know what i don't know and that's something this facilitator helped me kind of see is uh like in the beginning we're like oh we got this like we're actually we don't need help and then she comes in and we're like a mess and she's like i thought you guys had this like what's going on and she's like She's like, I think you guys just don't know what you don't know. You know, it's, it's not like a knock. It's just like, so I think about that a lot because if you would have asked me, I would have said, I probably have a top 1% level 10 in the industry. Like our level 10 is so freaking bomb. We solve issues. We're just cranking. We get it done. We get in and out. Boom. 
so like we weren't solving anything well like you know we were you know so i don't know it's really interesting when someone comes into your life that like has a really unique talent for something and can help like so yeah, yeah. I, I so i call that defaults and i crave that when i meet somebody and i realize that i've been agonizing over something that it's just like a 30 second like like me and one of my business partners are back and forth back and forth and we get in the room with a third party that has more defaults based on experience and it's like no 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 like it's this this is the wise default you may go a little to the right a little to the left but this is the clear default that's always mind expanding to me i'm thinking this could be um this could provide that for me but i like the fact that it's at the more granular level and rather than just at the macro of the quarter so I'm in, I'm interested in this. I got a intro from a mutual friend. I'm gonna see what I can make of it there. Uh, but could be could be a game changer for me. What else do we got yeah. going on? Let, let's let's riff on that discussion we also had with our mutual friend, where he uh, he just had a thoroughly he had a great day on the basis of a comment that I previously <laughs> <laughs> made and running me through that and the comment was if you don't have an admin you are an admin soundbite I heard somewhere in soft <laughs> um, to to relay um, and and so it was brought up because I asked you do you currently have an EA I feel like we went round and round about the criticality of strategic systems it made so much sense I tried three times and failed I don't have one right now, and so I'm kind of wondering, like, okay, is that advice true? Um, and so the consensus between us was that one way to solve for that is doing less. Like, if you're doing more and you're really running hot, you you could keep on. It totally doesn't make sense. But another way to solve for it is doing less. That definitely vibes with me. Um, I don't know. Any any other thoughts on like some perspective from what felt like some really clear, profound advice maybe 12, 24 months ago? Yeah. So for people listening that aren't familiar, EA would be executive assistant. So like a high level um, assistant. And I did a podcast, I think on Good Life Property Management podcast, my old show about it. And I think you brought it up during like a I was so hot about it. Like it was like the new big thing. I was like in a higher one. And uh, it was so, it was like the, the secret, like that's the secret. So I don't know what the first thing that comes up for me is like, it's like a departmental or portfolio conversation or like something that can, it's like, it depends like on your situation. So what we were defaulting to was you know, there's two ways to look at it. There's, I have all these, maybe your business requires you to meet with clients and that's your unique ability. And you're like hustling. You got a lot of schedule, high, high volume schedule. Um, then an EA or at least like an assistant makes a ton of sense. Like, like Calendly can only take you so far. You have people booking, rescheduling, someone keeping you on track because when you're in it, it's just, it's tough. But uh, ultimately, the goal would probably be, for me at least, not to um, get so much more done, is kind of what our friend pointed out, but to have less to do. And in that case, definitely a full-time EA prob probably doesn't make sense. Maybe like an assistant can always make sense on some level, keeping your schedule kind of straight for people that suck at it, like me. But um, but I, like, I went to lunch, I told you, with my friend Paul, and he runs a $10 million company. 
and he has a one hour a week or one hour a day virtual uh, assistant that does a schedule and helps keep him track, keep him on track with like what's going on for the day and what he needs to accomplish. So I don't think it's a necessary thing, you know, as you grow. And so like <clears throat> that person works five hours a week or they work more than, or they work maybe like quarter time. They don't meet an hour a day. Oh yeah. No, he hustles. He, he's, he works a lot. I mean, now he has a lot more space. So his working is doing more visionary stuff like thinking and reading and, you know, that sort of stuff. But no, uh, she just works one hour a day. So, so like it only takes an hour to run a schedule basically and keep them organized. Got it. Oh, that's interesting. You know, going back to the thought about defaults, one thing that, that we did kind of mention in the highlight is that none of us have hired that high level, uh, at least let me speak for myself. I, I always was kind of doing like the budget thing and I feel like that really bit me in the ass. I have met somebody that is in a truly high level, like six figure EA position that had like somebody that worked for um, CEOs, a hundred million dollar companies, etc. And so I have a mental model and a mental construct of working with a EA that could actually act as an extension of me on the basis of intuition, preferences, filling in the, the blanks, you know, lack of information, etc. And that to me is like a big part of the nuance of what you're looking for. Like, are you looking for that? Because that's very expensive versus like an admin function. I feel like it's really easy to conflate those two things. I got some version of the admin thing and that was helpful, but I have never had or worked with somebody that was in that like true thoroughbred A player EA function. Yeah. If someone has that's listening, let us know because I'd love to, you know, I have that same, I have that same theory about it where, you know, I love to, I just love to work with people in general. Like I, I like to co-create. So like just having someone that I'm kind of like helping me co-create my day and bouncing stuff off of and like helping me kind of hear my own words, you know, like you say, yeah, and things like that, like actually could have a lot of benefit. I, I mentioned to you that something I noticed with people that had this though, was like, ultimately they ended up coming into operations for like a period of time. And so I don't know, like if it just wears out, I think, um, a good way to test it, I would probably think would be, um, to try it. And like, you'll know if the A player is like, it, like, cause you could, I, I would think it's the person, if you actually meet someone that's so dialed in that complements all of your skills so beautifully, like it might be something where it's like, wow, I, I don't know how I did without this. So parting shot, you mentioned that you had some instruction that you've been working through. I'm just curious on like a headspace on that. Did that feel like, I, I could see for me how that could feel like discouraging because of like, it's supposed to be fixed. I fixed this. Everything should be like stable. Like did, did it feel, have a little bit of, of, did the restructuring have some, some mental weight to it or did it feel more just like kind of a natural loop and cycle of, of business to go through states of entropy and reinvention and rebirth? Yeah, the latter. It, it just felt a little heavy on some of the, it's a little frustrating, you know, because you feel like you should have it dialed in. But the fact is, is that as you go from, at least in management, like three, 400 units to seven, 800 units, there's like a natural ceiling. And I was talking to a, uh, Clint about this and he's like dude there's so many people banging their head against that like 750 800 door mark and then you bang your head against the 400 and so it's just natural because what happens at that level um, you know it doesn't work at, at the previous level uh, thinking back though the some of the frustration was 
I don't know, I guess one, my team was getting beat up. They were overwhelmed. And two, like, you know, they had said that, uh, you know, some of it was my fault, which I was, I'm like, it's all my fault. Like I take, I'm an extreme ownership guy. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. you know, like I'm, it's all my fault. But, um, and then there was some hesitation on making the move from my leadership team on like, no, we can just do that. I'm like, we can't do what we've continued to do. Like, how, why would we think we can still do what we're doing? And like, like, yeah, we could hire these two people and we're going to be the same company. And so that was something the facilitator helped point out is, uh, you know, if you continue to do what you're doing, you'll get the same results. So thanks for asking, but yeah, we're, we're, we're making the corner, turning the corner. All right. Good, good overview. So um, I had one of my business partners ask me a fairly direct question about like my level of engagement with the business, specifically like mentally and focus and intention. And they were asking on the level of the level of progress that was needed in order to maintain engagement. That's what we're, we're having a full circle for everybody. What kind of progress does the business need to generate in order for me to feel engaged? And as I articulated it, obviously there are financial goals. But the thing that I got clearer on is that when there is growth happening and not revenue, but personal growth challenge reinvention, it looks like, like if that's not happening, I'm thinking, where's my money? If that is happening, I'm thinking, this looks like fun. Let me play. You know what I mean? Dude, you are freaking brilliant, bro. That is awesome. I love how you articulated that. That's exactly how I feel. We're very common in that regard, I think. So I recently, uh, thumb through, uh, what was it? E-Myth again? And, nice. Yeah. And, uh, and I came across the primary aim section where he breaks down like, okay, you know, you got to do this with your business, whatever, but like, let's start a lot of business books do this. Like, all right, let's start with like, what's the goal? Like, what did you, what do you want your life to look like? What, what do you want to be doing on a regular basis? Like kind of ground up. And so I did that exercise and then it ends with, okay, now how much money do you need to do this? And it's like, <laughs> not like I'm probably fine, you know, not like not that much because like my money goal is here, but like, you know, it's here. So, but what it comes down to is it's the growth of people. It's the growth. It's the maximizing the impact and the fulfillment of the people involved. Like this facilitator that's been helping us. She's like, do you want to hire people to go to market or do you want to like grow your team? Because your team's really smart. They're really talented, but they, they're not ready to like, scale your business and i'm like i want to grow the team because if i was just like trying like i have big like a, a big money goal but it's not about um the money it's just like because i'm the way you set goals is you have to have a quantifiable metric and like oh i want to have all my employees be able to afford like an audi like it's hard to say like you know like so it's just an easy scoreboard metric that would be a derivative of helping people grow helping clients win. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's the key. I love how you said that. Cause that makes a lot of sense. I love that distinction that you just closed with hiring to market, hiring to grow. It's about timing so that there, there shouldn't be a seat or a bucket for someone that just that, that wants to do neither of those things. They're not ready today and they don't want to grow. And I don't want to delude myself. This is what I've done in the past. I've just allowed people to sit in the seat for too long, even with the growth, isn't happening. I feel like I'm getting quicker through cycling through and realizing it's not a mutual fit. Um, but yeah, that's really, that's helpful, man. Thank you. Yeah, dude, for sure. Cool, brother. Well, uh, great to see you. Have a great week. Uh, talk to you soon.
same to you, my man. Hey, if you're listening out there in Radio Land, if you have any ideas or things you want us to discuss or riff on, feel free to shoot us an email, jordan at leadsupport.com and steve at goodlifemgmt.com. Be well, stay healthy, stay safe, stay inspired. Peace. Peace.